it's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Okay, we're here. There's a bit of a, a whirring noise in the background. It's Ed's <laughs> fan yes. in Detroit. Apparently, the weather in Detroit's super hot, is it? 92 today, and got to be 100% humidity. Oh. Uh, Zip, how are you doing? I'm all right. It's actually cool here in New England for the first time in almost a month, I'd yeah. have to say. I know. Mm-hmm. We, ha- we got into the 60s today, and it's going to be like 70-something tomorrow. So, Ed, you're probably going to have to turn that fan off. And you guys, be careful, because in six months, it'll be a real rafter-snapper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll turn it up. All right. Let's see how that works. Rafter-snapper. <laughs> Jesus, where'd you dig that up? Rafter-snapper. <clears throat> Ed? Ed? There it is. There it goes. All right. Uh, that's the professional broadcast quality we're used to. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Bob and Zipcast with Ed Kelly for August... 28th as uh, time marches on inexplicably in spite of this pandemic and all of the crazy divisiveness going on in our country how are you guys doing tonight Uh, everything's good everything's good well that's a blanket statement come on that's a broad brush give us the dirt (laughs) i'm just saying by the time this airs the rnc will be over so life is uh, you're happy about that returning to normal well i just (laughs) <laughs> enough is enough. <laughs> enough is enough. Can't take it. Uncle, you, as yeah. they used to say. Yeah. I wonder if Mr. Haney is watching the RNC. Yeah, he would Mr. be watching Haney. that, right? Well, Mr. I'm watching it, but I'm not saying I'm understanding it, Bob. Because <laughs> if anybody had gone on there and told that many lies when I was a child, they'd have took them out back to the woodshed and took a switch to them, and I ain't talking about the game <laughs> platform. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but wait a minute, Arnold! Aren't you aren't you uh, a MAGA guy? Don't you don't you have one of those red hats? What's that, There's Arnold? There's the pig. Make America what? <laughs> Stop with pork again? I don't think that's a billboard, Arnold. Oh man, that's not gonna happen, Mister Haney. You told me you were a Republican. Well, that's what, that was last year, Mister Douglas. Now I'm a running scared. <laughs> Ah, uh, well, oh man, great voices. Yeah, it's funny. I, you guys are so liberal, I can't even get you to pretend. But <laughs> I, I have to say, most of my Republican friends are still holding pretty true. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's the it's the undecideds. Uh, in fact, I saw a stat today that said the available undecideds were somewhere still around ten percent in a survey, which means that, you know, it's still up for grabs. Mm. Did I hear correctly that uh, Kamala Harris was suggesting today that uh, it would, because of all the awful things Trump has said, that Biden shouldn't, Biden should not debate him. There's supposed to be three debates. Um, Actually, it was not Kamala. And I did, I so, so avoided so many of these stories, but that one I found fascinating. Uh, it was uh, Nancy Pelosi, I believe. Let oh, me see. Oh, okay. okay. I say I saved the story. Here, here she is, Nancy Pelosi. I can't believe I'm reading this from <laughs> Yahoo News. That shows you how 
A deep yeah. I dive. A, d- a deep dive, yeah. yeah. Uh, Speaker Grit Magazine. Grit Nancy magazine. Pelosi has publicly <laughs> urged Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden not to debate Donald Trump this fall, saying the president's behavior on stage would simply be an exercise in skullduggery. Skullduggery. Hey, chicken, I want a drug test before he hits that stage. There's no way, Sleepy Joe. (laughs) Uh, And uh, uh, Donald Trump has said he wants him drug tested, which is funny. That is skullduggery, by the way. That's total skullduggery. Um, But uh, Miss, Miss Pelosi was in a room of reporters and TV cameras, and she leaned in and said, don't tell anyone I told you this, which also is kind of skullduggish. (laughs) Yes. She said, but I don't think there should be any debates. Uh, She said, and and this is interesting because, I don't know, it's, look, this is a strategy, look, whatever happens, remove yourself from the divisive politics of it. It's a fascinating world wrestling competition. It's what it is. It's WWE. It's totally WWF. And so, what do you do? I mean, just imagine, say, Zip, imagine you're running. What yeah. do you do with an opponent <clears throat> who's basically Johnny Fairplay from the early Survivor episodes? He'll, he'll <laughs> cheat. He'll lie. But, but he winks at the audience who cheers him on. Yeah. I was going to say this is a terrible reference, but it's kind of like Eddie Haskell against you, Beaumont. And from <laughs> Leave it to, <laughs> leave it to Beaver. Yeah. Well, do you know that in the movie Back to the Future, that the character of Biff was actually based on Donald Trump? Quiet, Alex! You're not supposed to give away professional secrets! Yes! Did you know that? (laughs) I I did not, but it makes a ton of sense. Yeah, because you remember they go to an alternative future... And the uh, and Biff has become president, and the whole country is like a <laughs> you casino. know what? Yeah, That's he lives right. in a Trump Tower. He lives That's in a Trump right. Tower. Kind oh yeah, of thing. I forgot about that. And what oh was funny God. is when Trump got elected, I said he's like Biff from Back to the Future, and I Googled <laughs> oh. it, yeah. and it turns out that the movie maker said, "Oh yeah, that's what it was based on." Oh my God, how prophetic wow. is that? Well, uh, yes, and how brilliantly done. Um, yes. Because, look, I, I, I don't spend the whole day disliking uh, Donald Trump. I, I spend else. more of my time disliking us. Because, <laughs> no, because he's a symptom of, yes. of where our society is at. And, and we all have let, you know, this get to where it is. Uh, let's see. Uh, where is you know, this? Bob, I, I think you should, you should go to Washington. That's what I think <laughs> yes, you should do. Bob should go to Washington. Huh? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll make a film. Has anybody got any black and white film in the canister <laughs> that we can use? No? Mary? Do you have oh, a director? Uh, I no? found the article, by the way. Uh, the screenwriter for Back to the Future is a guy named Bob Gale. And this article is from 2015. Bob Gale confirms the long-standing fan theory that Marty's nemesis in the trilogy was modeled on Donald Trump. Uh, in the second film, Tannen becomes a successful businessman who opens a 27-story casino mm-hmm. and in an oddly prescient touch uses his money to influence U.S. politics. Oh, my God. I completely forgot that plot. Yeah. Yeah, go watch Back to the Future. Anything yeah. to get out of the present, by the way. That's what I'm for right now. Just... Anything to get me residuals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
So, I, I mean, we're in a, we're living in a really interesting time. I mean, some of my dear friends are absolutely, I, I mean, they're treating this like the Super Bowl, a football game. <laughs> There's a lot more at stake. And it's the Los Angeles Raiders against, you know, the um, Delaware Girl Scouts, as far as they're concerned. And, and, you know, just as a theater, as a play, it's quite fascinating. I, oh, I think this is going to be a play down the road. It'll definitely be a movie or yeah, three. Who's going yeah. to be the moderator? Charles Barkley? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Dennis you, know, you know who's going to play Donald Trump, by the way, if it's made within the next 10 years or so? Uh, my face is starting to fall, Bob. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to audition. It's not going to be you. Uh, uh, Russell Crowe. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah, he loves getting casting. fat for a role. Yeah, he doesn't matter how <laughs> ugly he looks, and uh, and he can do it. But but anyway, whatever happens, good choice. I, I don't really think about it as one party against another party. I think about it, it as us. We're all a society. Yeah. I mean, civilization is supposed to be. We're all supposed to sort of be in the same tribe. Well, so that's tri a con yeah, that's tribalism. a canard, isn't it? What's that? That's a canard, isn't it? It is. So in tribalism, yeah. all these tribes fight each other, and the biggest bully and the loudest boar, uh, you know, gets the people who gets the people to follow him because they believe him, leads the big tribe, and then he becomes I mean, a king. Meanest lion in, yeah. in the pride, yeah. Now, mm. in our situation, what what we've strived to try and move towards is a civilization that sort of takes care of everybody problem with that it's not it's possible. canada yeah well <laughs> uh, and, and by the way when people talk about and i had this discussion with my wife today we talk about canada we talk about um what are the countries that have this super high approval norway ratings? norway uh is it the scandinavian countries yeah. Uh, that have great health care happy people making good money lots of jobs but then it's always pointed out that their tax rates are super high. Yeah, it's true. Canada, same way. And they are. Although, yeah. how are we paying for all of this? So, so if healthcare takes a third of my income. It's a la carte. And, but it goes to the rich can afford it and the poor can't. But the, yeah. you know, those taxes are an equalizer. It's, it's just kind of crazy. They, the accountability's got to come into play. That's but it. anyway, I don't know. How are you guys feeling about all of this? I want a question for Ed. Has there ever been any real super political dissent, you know, and an underground and Canada? Have Canadians ever actually got upset about anything? I think is the way yeah. the question yeah. is asked. <laughs> well, here, here's what I know about Canada. You all yeah. have the, Speaking the right, of thick right Canadian accent, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what it is over here? If you're watching on the TV, you guys have the Second Amendment, right? You know, the right to, to the right to bear arms. Yes, and that's I right. I told you before, in Canada, we have the right to arm bears. Everybody <laughs> deserves an equal shot, you guys. Yeah. Come on now. They even love the bears. Yes. But that's in I general, they, I think Canadians are, are uh, just more level-headed and seem compassionate. Maybe I'm wrong. Am I wrong? I, yeah, well, multiculturalism as a, a matter of policy is far more embraced. Yeah. Yeah. It really is welcome. Um, you know, we, it, it's it's more of a melting pot, actually. I know that the U.S. claims uh, that mantle, but uh, I think Canada actually does a better job of that, that mm. particular angle. I bring a bias. I get, I get that, but yeah. that was my experience when I was there. Well, but Canada, isn't Canada still somehow affiliated with England? 
Um, it is not officially because we uh, emancipated ourselves from the motherland a while back, but right. uh, she is still our, our figurehead, if you will. So you like the queen, but you she don't is. give a shit about the prime minister, is that? <laughs> well, he he is uh, he is a polarizing figure too. But I think that when you you know when, here's a guy who took 17 seconds to respond to a question about Donald Trump. Donald Trump never takes a seventh of a second before he mows somebody down to answer a question. That's a stupid question. That's a that's a horrible question, and you're a horrible reporter. Fake news. Our right. prime minister would never do that. And by the way, if you're a woman. You're nasty. Yeah. All and women. you, you you Chinese girl. Look at China. See what they have to say. I'll yeah. tell you who's guilty. China. Like the virus. China. It's just blatantly racist. But there me. is one yeah. woman who's not nasty. Who's that? Glenn Maxwell. Oh, William. <laughs> oh, I wish her well. Oh, she's I thought so you were going to say Janet Jackson. Miss <laughs> yeah. Jackson, if you're nasty. But no. Wow. Yeah, Glenn Maxwell. Glenn, I, I think she has video. Uh-oh. Yeah, she. Every room was bugged in that uh, mansion. That's what they say. Manhattan. Yep, they had video in every room. He asked Bill Clinton dirt. about Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh yeah, she's wonderful. I wish her well. <laughs> she, yeah, she, I'll, I'll tell you what. That's one hot accent that she talks with. I just want her to talk in my ear. You know, <laughs> a nice plane, by the way. <laughs> by the way, uh, Mr. President, Mr. Clinton, yeah. uh, there were some photos of you getting a neck massage. Uh, last week by uh, one of the victims. I went up Jeffrey Epstein's victims. Uh, but she did say you were a gentleman and you didn't ask for anything else. For beautiful, for gracious, God, for amber blades of grain, for wild tense majesty, up on the fruited plain. Shut up, Bob, shut up, Bob, I can't hear a thing you say. In other skullduggery, uh, the DNC. Degree, page two. Yeah. The date. Well, what I'm doing is I'm skipping all of the, you know, all the articles that say vote, you know, that slam one candidate or the other. Yeah. New York Times, for example. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and yeah, and, and they're everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm looking for the interesting human interest stories. Um, the DNC, because everything's about politics, even if it's not about the election. Absolutely. The DNC warned campaign staffers. To quote, swipe carefully on dating apps and to suspect that any matches could be political opponents digging for dirt. Oh my gosh. Wow. This is in this an, is getting ugly. Yeah. It's okay. in an official email to campaign staffers warning them to be wary of opponents. And by the way, I'm sure the RNC, well, maybe they're just normally careful. You know, maybe if someone offers to do a golden showers uh, presentation <laughs> for a Republican, they're like, nah, careful, I know careful, where that goes. <laughs> careful lest your cloud be hacked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, the email was first reported by CNN. Again, CNN hammering on the Democrats. You Don't they know they're supposed to be uh, liberal media? <laughs> uh, it said that the opposition groups might seek out campaign staff in an attempt to orchestrate sting operations. Yeah. Uh, one Democratic official said, this is nothing new. We're frequently reminded that anybody who approaches us could have ulterior motives. And you know, I, I, uh, Maybe it's more intensified now, but I, I'm oh, are guessing you kidding me? it's kind of always been that way. No, he, they, no, he, has, he is ruthless. He has a scorched earth approach to things from what I have read. Right. In the in not just now and not just since, since he's become president, but in the past as well. That's why he teamed up with the National Enquirer guy. 
That's true. That was a weird uh, skullduggery uh, partnership. Okay. Uh, don't put anything out there you wouldn't mind the opposition seeing. This includes video calls, text messages, emails, photos, or DMs. What's a DM? Direct, uh, direct message. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was something much worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a BM, Bob, uh, at our age. <laughs> no, but do you, do you ever do that? You see an acronym and you go, oh my God, is that is that really what they mean? And it's like, no, that's not what it means. It's... <laughs> yeah, acronyms are us. You know what? I dig into them, though, when I see them, just so I don't end up dumb in a conversation. Mm. Look them up. Yeah. yeah. Just Google them. All right. Also, um, people are still fighting for their right not to wear masks. Of course. Most recent event at SeaTac Airport. Oh. On Alaska Airlines, my favorite airline. Yeah, I've heard good things. This guy from California was trying to get on a plane, and the Alaska Airlines flight attendant said, I'm sorry, you can't fly without a face mask. Oh, boy. And he was flying from Alaska to uh, to Sitka, Alaska, which is about as far north as they... Have you ever been to Sitka? No. You know where it is? Nope. Way the F up there. <laughs> we did a um, we did an Alaska cruise once, um, which is such a cheesy way to see glaciers. Yeah, it's really the white man's approach. <laughs> I know. A, a giant floating hotel pulls up in front of yes. a glacier. Oh, look, they're melting, darling. We really have to turn down the thermostat back at home. Yeah. We really should get an electric car now that I see this is actually yeah. happening. Uh, and then every place you stop, I mean, think about it. Sitka, Alaska is like the furthest northernmost city. And I believe uh, people used to go there for the gold rush. And, you know, half of them that would head into the woods would never come back. They would die. And <laughs> when you pull into Sitka, Alaska, like every little shop there yeah. is owned by the cruise line. And has a handlebar mustachioed. <laughs> <laughs> a Warner Brothers character with root yeah. and tootin' guns pulled <laughs> in a stand-up at the door. Right. And it's basically a fake uh, town designed to get your money when you're off Dis the cruise ship. Yeah, Disney-esque, yeah. yeah. And then when you get out of Sitka a little bit, the people are pretty poor and, you know, there's bears raiding trash cans and not much different from your neighborhood, really. Uh, <laughs> My bed where I grew up in Canada? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right, yeah. Uh, anyway, this guy was trying to board, and when they said no, he tried to push back, knocked over an airline gated to agent, yeah. essentially walked right through her and over the top of her when she fell down on the ground, oh, boy. headed onto the jetway. I mean, what is this guy thinking? Jeez. This is your captain speaking. We'd like to welcome you aboard uh, Alaska Airlines. Uh, to that asshole that... Uh, but over our flight attendant, I used to be a boxing golden gloves champion. I'd like to beat you when the flight is over. No way! No, it's true, sir. Please calm down. No way! Please put your mask on, sir. No way! Uh, you have to or we're not going to leave. No way! All right, I'll just come and I'll remove you. Come here, you son of a... Yeah. Bob and Zipcast has exclusive audio from that altercation. <laughs> Uh, the You're Port of Seattle fire, police arrested the guy, Mark <laughs> Allen Hicks of Folsom. Uh, the agent was taken to the hospital. The agent actually got a dislocated shoulder and an injured back. Oh, what a job, man. I used to be a, remember what a, what a cool job that used to be? And now you're just, you're just the guy on a greyhound, man. Nah. 
Oh, the, you mean the the, the pilot? No, the uh, the fl- a flight attendant oh. used to be a cool job that a, that a woman could get and and travel the world, or a guy could get and travel the world. Most, mostly women then. No, now it's, it's kind it, of, initially it was just women. Yeah, and now it's kind of mixed. And by but, the way, uh, mm-hmm. you do know they had to weigh themselves before they got on the plane. You can Oh, back then, yeah. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, there was a show them. about this. Um, I think I saw it uh, about TWA, the airline. Had a couple of big stars. T W N A. Yeah, T T N A W. Anyway, um, the uh, flight attendants would literally throw up. Yeah. Before Eating the wait. Urban, as they called it. Yeah. Because oh. they were basically just cheerleaders. Yeah. Um, hired to you know flirt with the businessmen in the original, uh, and then they let. You know, then they let some guys uh, be flight attendants. Ah, oh, the good old days. But nowadays, <laughs> here's the expression. I, I, I don't know how makes to finish me, that sentence without. That makes sounding. me go into lettering. And uh, nowadays, <laughs> you know, you know, once you uh, reach a certain age, uh, there's a <laughs> well, and, and you, you know, expressions like nowadays that uh, well, you should avoid it. <laughs> well, what's funny is you get used to the idea of when you're young that flight uh-huh. attendants are essentially like Hooters waitresses. <laughs> I don't know that they would like that comparison. I don't think we're going to get sponsored. When we were young, that's the way it was. Let me me tell you, I was not woke. No. So I I didn't know any better. None of us were. But then as we got more... Enlightened? Enlightened, I'd like to say. Um, But then I, I still... And this is how prejudice works. I remember the first time I got on a plane... And there was someone who was not height, weight, proportionate in the aisle pushing a drink cart. And I remember I, it was reflexive. I just had this disgust. Hmm. And even as I thought that, I thought, you should be ashamed of yourself. Well, you, yeah, self-editing yeah. Is, is, is good, though. Yeah, well, I guess, but not to me, because I'm a Catholic, so I believe that God <laughs> and Santa Claus are monitoring my every thought. <laughs> And the two necessarily in that order either. You know, when he says "I am Santa Claus" on that that song, he means it. True, Uh, but I, but but you know what I mean. So I was like, "Oh, how could you even think that?" Oh yeah. And um, uh, I was just surprised. But uh, you know, now, and I remember thinking back then. Well, isn't there a weight limit on this plane? Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) And it was like, yeah, like, what about you, you fat flying you-know-what? Oh, no. Anyway. Well, you know, you are remarkably forthcoming about this and nakedly honest, so I got to give you kudos for that. You will say out loud what people hold close to the vest about themselves. I guess that's just the stage you are in in life. Well, look, admitting that you have thoughts that Boy, don't agree with what you want to do should be every human being's goal. I mean, let's be honest. When you open the freezer at night <laughs> and you see a tub of ice cream, yeah, you lust after it. Oh, I would love to be f- large. Yeah. I would love it. I, I wish I could eat with abandon. Yeah. Uh, don't we but, all? But so we all have, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe some of us are really well adjusted and don't have these discussions with ourselves. But it's part of why I have a little bit of empathy for even people I just totally disagree with because, you know, I can relate to where their emotions are coming from. 
It's it's strange that you say that because this week I I pulled up to a light and it was uh, kind of at at night. I was headed somewhere and uh, I kicked him over and said, you know, I could see him walking up on my mirror because I've got I've got developed some street smarts. You know, you don't get carjacked and you don't take gun training without looking at about looking around for these things. And I could see he was in my blind spot, but I could catch a little bit of him in my mirror. My my window was down. I thought this kid's really going to be offended if I roll it up. That's such a white man thing to do. So I left it down. I knew I was going to be played. So he, he said, look, I'm, I'm trying to get a, what did he say? He said, I'm trying to get an, an Uber back to the embassy. I don't know what the embassy, <laughs> I don't know if he was trying to think, he, he thought that I would think that he was from a, you know, a war-torn country sure. or what. But I was, I said, you know, I thought, geez, I'm not going to take issue with the guy. I got a five in the, in the visor. Here, here's a five. No, thank you. And he, I said, dude, it's, he said, you can't you give me 20? I said, no, dude, honestly, that's all I got in loose, loose change. And he walked away without saying thank you, anything else. No, nothing. He had finished his right. uh, pitch. Mission. And, and for a hot moment, I was, I was disgusted. And then I, the rest of the ride, I, I was trying to go through my mind all the scenarios that this guy's had to put up with from guys that look like me right. throughout his life. And I, 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 I mustered up some empathy, and it really calmed me down. It, and, and forgiveness and surrender are and, yeah. the most popular things. You wouldn't know it these days. No. And they're freeing. They're very freeing. Absolutely. If you hang on to stuff like I used to, it will just eat you and destroy you. Yeah. Oh, can we go back to uh, Nancy Pelosi? Because sure. we didn't thoroughly examine this uh, suggestion she had. She urged uh, Joe Biden not to debate Donald Trump this fall. Yeah. And then she jokingly said, uh, don't tell anyone I told you this to a room full of uh, uh, reporters, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what she, her point was, uh, I don't think the president of the United States has comported himself in a way that has any association with truth, evidence, data, and facts. I wouldn't legitimize a conversation with him. Now, on the surface of that statement, I'd be like, hell yeah, just... Don't have debates. Mm-hmm. You know, Sound, sounds make like yourself a thousand percent available to any media, including Fox, that mm-hmm. wants to talk to you directly. But mm-hmm. say, hey, look, you know, this guy makes up all kinds of stuff. Would you like me to list it? And then we won't have any time to talk about anything else. You know, you yeah. could do that. But what ammunition would that hand the other side? That's it. And that's, that's why issue, this, yeah. is a, this is a, a wrestling match. This is a cold calculation. Uh, do you oh, think, yeah. Zip, do you think if Biden said that, uh, uh, clearly they'd rip into him for being a pussy? <laughs> well, yeah. You know, you know what Trump is, does with those? Yes. It, it, you know, who's going <laughs> to let you? That's right. No, the, they don't. <laughs> it depends also if the moderator just lobs Molotov cocktail type questions in there. Yeah. And then it just completely mm. goes in the crapper. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, uh, the only debate, if I was, and I thought about this for a couple of hours, because I, I, uh, part of what I do is I role play in my head as mm. Trump and as Biden. And I, and I think, well, how could it work? Bring it, Sleepy Joe. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> And I think the the way I would like to see it, well, and nobody will ever do this. No. But the way I would like to see it is it's not that you can't obey Trump. It's not that Biden, you know, um, won't do well with a bully. I, I don't know if he will or he won't. I'm not, I'm but not, I got I got to weigh in on that. Here's what I would get rid of, not the debates. 
the moderator. Hmm. Two of you in a room. Toe-to-toe, mano-a-mano. Mano-a-mano. I'd still have rules. You ask the other person a question. He's not going to follow them. He gets to answer it for a period of time. Then you you make it a follow-up. You got to shut his mic off. And then, by the way, they get to ask you a question. You get to answer it. In other words, brain versus brain without a moderator. Who wouldn't? I, I'd pay per view that's, to see that's that. That's actually brilliant. That's really brilliant because uh, I think that Joe, as a stutterer, as a child, has vestiges of that. And when you, you confront him, he is rattled. Yes. And it causes him to go into stutter mode and he can't think c- clearly. And I think that a Joe Biden of 10, 15 years ago might have been able to do that. Like, but I think you've got to shut each, each one's mic off. If you did that, I think Joe could hold it. In fact, I think he could, he could dwarf Trump because of his knowledge of foreign policy alone. Maybe. On the other hand... Maybe Trump would get under his skin and show him to be nervous. And and by the way, I'd be interested in the outcome, not with a moderator asking sanitized questions and, you know, trying not to offend anybody. Don't forget the drug test, Rivers. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, I don't know if this is a crazy idea or not, but this election calls for different tactics. You know, unprecedented tactics. Because if you're not unprecedented, I am. I am very presidented. Look at no, me. no, no. You're the one who is unprecedented, Donald Trump. I'm, I'm not going to be unprecedented. I'm getting a second term, Bob. I'm sure. <laughs> Mark my words. Absolutely. Right, Vlad. <laughs> oh, another cool story. So anyway, that's just an idea. I don't. But ninety minutes with those two—that's withering. They'll both be spent. No, I think it would be riveting. I really do. Is it? Mm. I think that you would be spellbound, and I think you every you'd be hanging on the edge of your seat. Yeah. Well, you'd get to see two people, and you'd get to really analyze how each one's doing when asked direct questions by the other. I think that would be something. Did they both get the trainers? The guy runs up with a little (laughs) thing and hey, caught me, Mick. Caught me, (laughs) Mick. And puts it mouth guard back in. I don't know. It's boss, Rocky. You're all washed up. <laughs> I'm not washed up, Mick. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to kill that guy. You're nothing but a bum. Oh, I'm not man. a bum. Adrian, tell him I'm not a bum. <laughs> Love it. All right. Uh, last quickie before we bring our our uh, house cracker. Nepotism. Okay. <laughs> Onto the stage. A quickie. I was doing video. I got to get some orange makeup. Bring that pancake over here. All right. All uh, right. You remember the TikTok uh, squabble that's going on? Uh, oh, yeah. Microsoft is trying to acquire TikTok, so it's not a Chinese company that might be spying on us. Mm-hmm. It would be a U.S. company spying on us. Um, Walmart has jumped into the bidding. Walmart hmm. bidding to own a media company? Oh, I believe that. Yeah, I mean, what a... Jeez, yeah. Customer yeah, the base. Walton, the Walton family's got nothing but sick cash, and it's just, you know, it just never ends. There's no end to that money. Mm-hmm. TikTok well, would become a, a Walmart catalog form. Well, <laughs> they would be the advertiser. Like, when you're yeah. on TikTok, the ads would be buy stuff, oh. and, it, and they would. It, this would be their way to try and go after Amazon, I would think. Yeah. Just in RV uh, customers alone, Walmart. It makes more than the three of us combined from a single store. Mm-hmm. You know, they're allowed to park in the parking lots. But it is odd, you know, will they now create Walmart Prime and will they 
build a movie studio and start making shows the way Amazon did. It, it seems that every big company has realized that it has to own media, you know. And yeah, but they, they stopped paying me as a greeter, Bob. I, I, <laughs> I like that job. I had a vest. I got to talk to friends when they came in the store. That's good stuff. It was. All right. Um, so uh, now it's time to bring on Andrew Rivers. Let's see if he's there. Hey, son, how are you? Oh, hey, hello. All right. There he is. <laughs> Works good. Are we rolling um, video or not? Yeah, before we start yeah, talking. Yeah, you record. Okay. Before we start talking to you. Oh, do you want to record video now? Yes. All right. Let's record video. He forgot last week. I'm, I'm reminding him, Andrew. I'm, I'm standing in thank for you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Zip, do you got video I'm ready I'm trying to, to make his uh, show more popular. Yeah. And he's like, he's <laughs> fighting you if only, if only his dumb old man would listen to his advice. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's right. My, how the tables turn. Yeah, it's not like right? I've ever done anything for him. Payback's a bitch. <laughs> okay. Are we here? Yeah, we're here. All right. I'm recording. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bob and Zipcast with Ed Kelly, Andrew Rivers. Andrew, how are you this week? I'm great. How are you? Excellent. I'm excited you're going to have Titus on your podcast next week. I finally talked to him, and, and thank you for setting that up. Yeah, it's not like I've ever done anything for you. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I told uh, Zip and Ed in a text later today that we're now riding your coattails. So That's we right. appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I went back and watched his interview from 10 years ago, actually, because uh, I still had that up on my YouTube. And uh, I mean, amongst the great comedy advice, which, you know, he said, basically, you got to not be afraid to not be funny. And uh, I'm so glad you've taken that to heart, and you really have proved that that is a <laughs> yes. a method every yeah. week. Ouch! <laughs> well, uh, oh man, that's a great joke. But to be fair, uh, I think what he was saying is you got to first put yourself out there and you know take a stand and have a premise, and then figure out you know how to surprise people and how to make it funny. Is that how you took it? Well, in some other books, they say, uh, I think the phrasing is, uh, don't be afraid of a blank page. Yeah. And so Improv. I think that's what the advice is, is to just start writing and don't worry if it's not the most brilliant shit you've come up with. And then, you know, it eventually gets to that. Punch it up. So uh, what are you on this week? What's going on in the world? Uh, well, got to give uh, prayers up to Dr. Fauci this week, recovering Thank you. from surgery. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You got he got polyps removed from his vocal cords. That's crazy, right? The doctor who has to constantly correct the president has a worn out voice box. <laughs> That's a pretty good good status of our country right now. But it's okay. I get most of my medical advice from the my pillow guy. So, uh, and he's doing well. Wow. Yeah, they're doing. I mean, Trump is trying to push a miracle cure. That's what he's obviously working towards, because <laughs> yeah. uh, I think he thinks that's his best chance to win re-election, and um, uh, and it probably is. But he's done everything except for test people and not lie to them. So we'll see how that strategy plays out. Mm. Um, ooh. <laughs> well, he they they so they got the my pillow guy pushing this new drug. And the CDC comes out and says it's 35% effective. And then the very next day they say, actually, it's 3 to 5% effective. <laughs> Which is like when I get booked as a comedian and they go, you got 45 minutes? And I go, absolutely, I have 4 to 5 minutes. You know? so, the moral of the story... <laughs> 
right. The moral of the story is you just lie to people and then uh, they do what you want and then there's no consequences to your actions. Oh, right? and by the way, don't we all, aren't we all a little jealous? Um, of, <laughs> go of, ahead, finish the sentence. Of getting away with everything. Because uh, if I had known a uh, younger, if someone had said to me, look, uh, don't worry about getting caught because if you just keep doing stuff that freaks other people out, <laughs> they'll forget about the thing they caught you on two days ago. That's true. Eventually. Like, I think you've yeah. got to have people in, in, in places to manipulate the system, but, uh, but I don't know. Or you I could never, just I have an incredible talent trouble. and an act for it. I mean, I do believe that there's an incredible talent there. Yeah, agreed. Sure. I mean, he is like a comedian. If you watch his uh, <laughs> his his little shows, he's got bits and he's got you know he, he riles the crowd up yep. and he's 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 working with the the playbook. It's a different playbook, but uh, you know. But anyway, I just I don't know why they think that trotting the my pillow guy out there gives it credibility. You know. Because I think he's an idiot, but I also, because he believes in miracles. But also, there are some things science can't explain, right? Like, how do you make $300 million selling pillows? Science can't, <laughs> science can't explain that. It's a miracle. So, yeah. It's a miracle. It's a Absolutely. Miracle. Uh, so, he, you got to, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, Trump pardoned Susan B. Anthony. Yeah. Right? That's big that, news. That's right. Uh, she's famous for voter fraud, which is um, something uh, Trump is very passionate about. But it is interesting. It is actually a historic moment because this is the first time Trump has gotten a woman off. So. Oh, 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 I don't wow. care. Oh, oh, <laughs> Get yourself off. Oh, boy. You want some water? You've been busy this week, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. and then uh, there's the hurricanes in the Gulf Coast, which is crazy. <laughs> and Trump is completely ignoring Hurricane Laura because he heard it's only a Category 4 and he only talks to 9s. So, uh, it's tough. But it's also a 4 who blows, so it could go either way. We're not sure. Oh, man. I'm glad your mother isn't listening to that. Yeah, no kidding. You're going to get right. cold Or my mother probably <laughs> hearing it in heaven and rolling her eyes. But Well, while we're in the gutter, if we want to stay there, Trump is... Uh, He's cutting restrictions on shower heads. Oh, really? Uh, I'm not sure he understands that's not the reason he can't get Melania wet. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Well, go for the jugular. Uh, by the way, hey, uh, the shower head thing there. interests me uh, yeah. for a weird reason. Uh, my dad, your grandpa, uh, the late Al Rivers. Worked for the water company. Worked for the water company. And he was a conservationist before it was ever a thing. Anyway, he, he was all in favor of that stuff, of conserving water. And I used to look out the window and it was, oh, it's raining <laughs> out, water comes from the sky, goes in the ground, we take it out of the ground. Why can't I have a long shower? And uh, that's one of the liberal things. Uh, and look, if you're in a desert and water really is scarce, maybe your particular area needs to conserve water. But we lived in Seattle for 25 <laughs> years 
shower away. I mean, yeah. you know, I, <laughs> it rains every day. Oh, I like the kind of shower that's like physically going to knock you over. Like if you were on the Weather <laughs> yeah. Channel standing outside in a hurricane and you could barely stand up, that's my favorite shower. Yeah, yeah. I lived in Phoenix. There was a Phoenix, which is like 110 degrees nearly year round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a car wash on almost every corner. There were thousands of car washes jammed all the time. And, and the yet weather was your never toilet bad. wouldn't completely flush right. your dump. <laughs> that was, what, what Zip doesn't know is that water is recycled in those car washes. Oh, is it really? Some of them. Yeah. yeah. Completely? Uh, yes. Yeah. No, they filter it, but, you know, they try to. But they, they're basically recycling the water that they mm. use. Yeah, you they just get to. the dirt from the other guy's car spraying <laughs> onto your car. Hopefully it's, some of it's filtered out. It's yeah. like flying on an airplane, you know? Yeah, yeah, they blow it all off. It just does a sand sure. job on your paint. <laughs> Very abrasive. It really is. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Florida is letting loose 750 million genetically modified mosquitoes. Mm. Did you hear about this thing? I did. This is crazy to me. They're basically vaccinating mosquitoes. They're like pre-vaccinating mosquitoes and releasing them into the wild. And then they give other mosquitoes tiny red hats, and then the colony <laughs> self-destructs from within. <laughs> it's, uh, usually they're planned with that. Oh, There's an anti-vaxxer mosquito movement, and then yeah, there is naturally. some science in what you just said. Just a tiny bit, though. <laughs> yes, a very tiny bit. Yeah. Size of a just mosquito. a mosquito bite size That's science right. yeah. there. Uh, isn't <laughs> yeah. now the truth of that is that they the mosquitoes cause the female mosquitoes not to be able to reproduce or or not to mature or something and it ends up wiping out the mosquitoes. yeah it's something like they want to give them <clears throat> they want to make s- only females bite uh, uh apparently <laughs> <Something in> there. <laughs> uh there's a something in there but i'm not gonna stay i'm gonna stay away from it but uh <laughs> mom is listening <laughs> uh yeah so uh their theory is that if they can make them if they can make all the mosquitoes male mosquitoes somehow then uh, I was reading the article. I'm I'm real stupid, so I had a hard time figuring it out. But <laughs> I thought it was so that they mate and then they they all become genetically superior mosquitoes. But uh, but yeah. it, that's no. there's something about just kill them all. I don't know exactly. It's scary stuff, by the way. Uh, bioengineering. Um, oh where, yeah. Where we? I mean, human beings are doing this anyway with. Uh, the food supply, um, yeah. you know, antibiotics, pesticides. Monsanto being the biggest. Uh, oh, yeah. offender, Everything yeah. we're doing is to try and improve profits, increase mm-hmm. um, productivity, Yield. and in the mm-hmm. case of mosquitoes, to prevent disease by wiping out a species. But whatever you wipe out, there, there's always unintended consequences. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, genetically modified mosquitoes may cause some other problems. I, I don't know how it's going to work. <laughs> well, what Although, about the, the, the I, I, species that feed on them? you got to worry about that, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes, that's right. It'll, it'll have a downward effect. Uh, a trickled, trickle down to other species, yeah. I think. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm so for big shower heads that put out a ton of water. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, only- That won't have way, a trickle down effect at all. In almost four years, that's a Trump <laughs> policy. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Finally, something I Both can get by. Yeah. seven showers ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. Andrew, uh, um, we should talk about something else too. Uh, you're about to get sure. on an airplane again and go travel to a comedy club right 
Yeah, I'm going to Wisconsin, uh, up Are in really? um, up in uh, sort of the Green Bay. It's uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. Oh, sort of, yeah. And you're so it's way up north. You're gonna fly into where? Uh, fly into Milwaukee and okay. then rent a car. All right. What's your uh, what's your feelings about air? I mean, I know that you're younger, and so you don't have to worry. And this is work, and you have to. Boy, I'm uh, I'm getting real Trumpy over here on the on the virus side. I'm, I uh, <laughs> well, first of all, comedy in itself is a form of protest. So uh, that's my job. It, the origin of my job is to speak truth to power. Unless they're going to give me six hundred bucks a week, then I'm down <laughs> for some tyranny. So. <laughs> Um, I don't feel, I feel fine yeah. flying. I think that's as safe as it's ever going to be. Mm. Uh, everyone's wearing a mask. They got the filters. You got to, I get it first class. I got a row to myself. It's all oh, you good. Got first class. All right. Oh yeah. Well, he's, you know, he's wow. been doing comedy for a oh, while. Frequent now. flyer yeah. here. Yeah. 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 What airline? Alaska? Alaska, Alaska Airlines. Yeah. yeah. MVP gold. And you heard about the guy yeah. we were talking about who tried to push his way onto an Alaska Airlines flight. Mm. Got sure. I mean, that's the difficult. The difficult part of my job has always been traveling. But now I, ha I, I mean, I was even arguing with the club owner where I'm going. I have to fly in a day early because they change the flights last minute all the time right now uh, because they have no idea when people are flying. So that's happened to me one time already. And then the other thing is, you don't know if someone's gonna cause a fit or throw of you know i don't my freedom and then they're gonna have to land the plane and go <laughs> all right yeah. you get off and skin billings stop. or whatever yeah. so so you know i just figure to be safe uh plus flying west to east you lose those hours in the in the time difference so it's real unless you get up at like six in the morning you know this is what i used to do early on in my career when i first got um, enough money to actually fly to my gigs is I'd have to wake up and catch a 5 a.m. flight. Mm. I'd have to fly into Chicago, rent a car, drive three hours from there to where the actual gig is, and then, um, yeah, it's very glamorous. It's but, a hard, uh, <laughs> no, it's a hard job. So Most people don't know. Yeah. And, no, and don't. much sure. like being a rock star, you get to be on stage for 90 minutes, maybe, or an hour or whatever, uh, yep. and people think, wow. What an easy job. He only has to work yeah, for yeah. an hour. But you put two days into getting to that show sometimes. Yeah. So for amazing. sure. The mm. I mean, one of the analogies, if I can brag on my smart father for a minute, one sure. of the analogies you gave me early on was that the stage time is the frosting of the cupcake. Mm. All the boring ninety <laughs> percent of that bread and the stuff <laughs> hidden by the wrapper. That's, that's the that's the writing at home, that's the testing the material, you know. Mm. So yeah. But it's also hard because, uh, uh, you know, sometimes I want to, like, it, it works at a disadvantage for dating because <laughs> girls will be like, well, I don't want to end up in one of your jokes. And I'm like, I write really good jokes. Like, <laughs> I'm hurt, you know? That'd be great in You don't want to be in a Beatles song? Like, you know. <laughs> to lose when have I ever used a previous lover for material that made her look irrational or crazy? Name one joke besides all of them. Of, besides all of them, yeah. Your jokes are a bit self-deprecating when it comes to that. So I, I, like I that. would feel safe you know, being uh, your lover in... Oh, thanks. Wow, you know, that's in a different universe. Wow, this podcast I, always goes <laughs> where I wasn't your father. <laughs> Didn't do a tailspin. <laughs> Trump get into trouble for something just like this with Ivanka? I, I, I don't mean it that way. Yeah, yeah, he did. Okay. 
Well, okay. At least she was yeah. the opposite gender. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Awkward. Okay. If it ends with me feeling uncomfortable, I feel like I did him a good turn. So it's good. You see? It's fine. I, you know, I respect your five. right to not be funny. Uh, I tell you that. Thank you all the time. I'm just taking your advice, as always. You really exemplify it. Right. Every time we talk. And Andrew Rivers, uh, uh, tell us where you're appearing in case someone from Wisconsin is listening. To Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, Wisconsin, mm -hmm. September 4th and wow. 5th. And, and, uh, and it'll be a good time. Right. Andrew, if, if you hear NBC 26 or you watch it in your room, listen for the booth announcer, for Ooh. the image guy. Oh, yeah. Is the that voice you? of the Green Bay Packers. Give him a sample of that right <laughs> now. Packers. NBC 26 with the Green Bay Packers versus the Detroit Lions this evening at 5. That's Ed Kelly. <laughs> yep. All right, Andrew Rivers. Thank you very much. And thanks for getting us Titus, by the way. Yeah. Sure. Amen. And we'll take anybody you think is good every Tuesday and you every Thursday, which is well, actually Well, I'll take Friday. next week off I'll because I'll be, I'll be flying on Thursday, which is when we okay. tape. Yep. Spoiler alert for the listeners. But I'll, I'll replace <laughs> myself with someone else. So. All right. Thank you very much, Andrew. Nice job, thanks, Andrew. Be safe. All right. There he goes. Well, it's been an, an action-packed show, folks. I'm going to stop the video now because, you know, we're not millennials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of tough to watch, actually. <laughs> I, I'm going to take that video and I'm going to forward it to Andrew while I'm not while I'm thinking about it. Okay, there he goes, mm. Andrew Rivers. Upload now to save cellular data and battery power. You might want to upload later. Oh. If I upload, yeah, don't, I don't can't do, do it that. while we're You'll recording. You'll knock yourself off. Yeah, yeah. No. It'll, it'll Still mess it. with our signal. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, that's it for the show anyway. We're closing in on 50 minutes. Any last uh, burning desires, as we say in the AAA meetings? <laughs> burning desire? Well, I hope not because I get a shot. I did get my flu shot today. I would suggest that people do the same. You did. Just because it's going to be a dark winter. Yeah, I, I got the a shot. The anti-vaxxers bite me. Okay. Okay. I got a shot uh, and um, had severe sim uh, side effects. Uh-huh. Uh, three days ago, I got my Shingrix, which I've is had that. the shingles shot. I got it was my I, second Did you get one. two or one? Well, you're supposed to get them like, I don't know, three or six months apart. And I was Correct. a little over, but they said, no, nah, that's fine. They put it in my arm and I... Um, I had gotten a vitamin B12 shot a few days earlier. And You're supposed nothing. to tell them that. You didn't tell them that. I didn't tell them that. Uh, anyway, I got this in my arm, and the next day, it was sore. And for three days, I had upset stomach, nausea, headache, all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is that Lyme thing again. And I went, and I, there was a handout they gave me when I got the shot. And you read through it. And I read through it, and all the things I had were side effects. Side effects may include. Yeah. Well, at least oh. they knew. you know. And in fact, they, they said up to 80% of the people have a pain at the injection site, swelling, check, check, nausea, nope. and headache. And I was like, wow. they, You know, don't hand me a pamphlet. Look me in the eye. Right. <laughs> Just say, you look like the type of guy who doesn't read, so we're going to tell you this face-to-face. -face. I, I still yeah. would have got the shot. Because I know people who've had shingles and it's really terrible. It's really awful. Yeah. And I get yeah. the flu shot every year, but you know yeah. who is almost an anti-vaxxer in my household? Lisa. 
Hmm. It's her or the cat, and you you chose you chose well. It's Lisa. <laughs> Are they still recommending flu shots, even though yes. it could mask well, with you know the story today? Ed right was COVID. recommending it more than ever because yes. of COVID. Right now, more than ever, Zip. Yeah. Get your mm. flu shot, or you may be <laughs> six feet under forever. Yeah, so I got to go get that. Uh, Zip, mm. what's up with you? Well, I just the same thing. I mean. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not going to get a flu shot, I don't think. I haven't in the past. Huh. I haven't. I do, usually don't. You were younger in the past, Pally. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's Just true. saying. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I have it in the past when I'd be uh, likely to survive the flu. Now yeah. that I'm in a high-risk category, yeah. screw it. Yeah, now's the time to throw caution to the wind. You know, every time I've ever stepped in Plus, the front of a car, I've had the I've, reflexes to pull back. <laughs> Plus, I'm feeling like I'm just not hypocritical enough with all of my politics. <laughs> do as I say, oh. damn it. Yeah. All right. But you do oh, think yeah. everyone else should get one, right? So you don't have Well, one. I guess I should. You know, I just haven't. Yeah. It's, it's, you know. Lisa it's, even said she was going to be shy about the coronavirus shot. Because she thinks well, they're going to rush it and do a shitty they are, job. They are. She's. I think she's on point on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but <laughs> under a Trump administration, I might become one with a new vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so they were making it mandatory for school kids to get flu shots so they could determine. Well, there's that's controversial. They're discussing it. I don't know. I, I think oh, yeah. every school is different. A lot mm. of parents had uh, kids with negative reactions, so mm. I get that. It's well, dangerous. Do whatever, uh, whatever moves you, as long as you wear a mask on an Alaska Airlines flight. Yeah. Mm. All right. Are All right. they are they overselling those flights, or is it a middle seat type deal? Andrew says they have not been. That there's no middle seats. Uh, Andrew does. You know, he gets a lot of miles because he's a comic, so he can frequently upgrade to first class, especially these days. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so, uh, you know, he's not paying a thousand dollars for that first class seat. If he is, he's selling something else I don't know about. (laughs) How's he getting it on the plane, Bob? I don't know. How's he throwing off the dogs with bacon? (laughs) All right. That's going to do it for us today. Hey, next, uh, the show that airs Wednesday, which we record next Tuesday, will feature uh, world-renowned comic Christopher Titus. Titus, yes. I'll send you guys his special. He's going to forward it to me, and he'll be talking to us from L.A. Uh, He's the real deal. Uh, Yeah. And early on in Andrew's career, he kind of mentored him yeah. in a really direct, honest way. And uh, and then he ended up using Andrew to fly around and even open for him uh, for a bunch. Wow. So he's kind of a cool guy. And, you know, I've started with only comedians that I'm the father of. <laughs> and this guy was is kind of a surrogate father. And Andrew looks a little like him. So, oh. so Andrew says maybe. You know, could have been. Yeah, Lisa might have run into this guy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, that'll be next. It does look Wednesday. a little like him, yeah. though. I, I, I will admit. As always, we appreciate you listening. Uh, you can always email us show at bobandzip dot com. Uh, we get your emails and um, appreciate our Patreon sponsors too. Now, the Bob, Spike, and Joe show is on hiatus. I don't know for how long. It may be that uh, after the election, uh, Joe will have the freedom to come back because some uh-huh. of it's involving not being involved in public politics and some of it's involving constantly uh, evolving situation at school and Joe has a, a family illness to deal with. So there's a lot going on there. Um, what I was going to suggest to you guys is I'd love to bring Spike on 
as sure. characters and and f- uh, for a segment just like we've done with Andrew if you're okay sure. with that yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely I mean it might be a way to encourage some more Bob Spike and Joe fans to also listen to us uh, we do have a good uh, a good portion of those I would say about a third of them uh, and uh, I also would love to uh, give Spike the platform to showcase his talents he's incredibly funny as you know he is Mm. Agreed. You want to bring your ex-wife into our house? (laughs) That's right. Well, and again, since I'm making all those gay, I would uh, not by me mind being your lover jokes. Spike is right up there. Yes, he Uh, is. Not a family member though. That was. But he wears skirts. I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, So and Zip, uh, I don't know if he knows, but a lot of times when we play a twisted tune, you'll go, "Is that Spike?" And I'll go, "Yeah, that's him." Yeah, multi, multi talent. Really good, especially on the singing. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Here is one of Spike's best twisted tunes ever. Take a whack on the U.S. side. Man, you would not believe what happened to me the other day. I'm telling you, it's unbelievable, man. Me and some buddies were getting together, you know, hanging out at Chico's car. We decided to get away. Wait, I tell you, but listen. Here's what happened, okay? Pedro wanted to move to East LA. You know, he smuggled his friends across to the USA. He ran a roadblock on the way. Hit the gas and we started to flee. He said, hey man, let's lead the cops on a wild ride. I said, hey man, let's ditch the truck down in Riverside. All right, you know. I mean, it seemed like a pretty good idea at the time, you know? Fall over so we can beat you senseless! Captain must have needed a vacation. He bottles up his tensions and frustrations. He took batting practice on our heads. He must have got up on the wrong side of the bed. I said, oh man! I took a whack on the backside, you know? He said, hey Chico! Here's a whack from the U.S. side. Then he pinned me down with his boot, ba-boot, boot, ba-boot, boot, his boot, his boot, his big black boot, you know, with the heel on it and the corner, you know, my back and stuff. I said, ah, oh, man, he's up a little, okay? Don't shoot, they don't shoot, man. Hey, does this look like I'm resisting arrest to you? I mean, let's talk about it. I mean, how much more down on the ground do I gotta get, you know? Jeez, I'm halfway to China now, man. Yeah, but then it's really, something really screwy happened. Check this out. Pedro was making his break between the trees And I was taking a nightstick across the knees Hey, but they caught it all on video And now it's gonna cost him a lot of dough, man I said, see? I got a whack on the U.S. side I said, hey, Mr. Cameraman Get a shot of my good side, huh? So that way I can sue, 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 sue. Hey, I'm gonna sue I'ma get a lot of money It's like I'm eating the lotto, you know? Hey, they should have learned from the last guy. Hey, Rodney King, Rodney King, Rodney King, man, you know? Hey, can we all just get along, you know? Is this too much fast? Ow, ooh, ooh, ow, ooh, ow, man, he, he's up a little bit, okay? Ow, ow, ooh. Jeez, man. What did they send you to school for that stuff, man? You know, you should play for the Dodgers, man. They could use a guy with a swing like that. Hey, does anybody got Johnny Cochran's phone number, man? I think Shapiro's, it don't matter.